Hey ladies, it's the PPP Podcast with your host, Money, the lounge for the poised, paid, and prospering woman. Has everything you need in female entrepreneurism. In the lounge, let me take you through my sizable risks, tremendous rewards, and greatest challenges that established my career, as well as the balance I had to initiate while still remaining poised, paid, and prosperous. Female reign, enterprises are steadily growing all over the world, contributing to household incomes and the growth of national economies. I will walk us through the successes of the fashion, apparel, and retail industries at the highest levels. Grow with me, ladies. Without further delay, here's another amazing episode of the PPP Podcast. Hey, y'all. We're back. Back again with another episode. You guys, we are going strong. I've been a little behind, but... Look, a slow motion is better than no motion. As long as you stay consistent, as long as you stay in motion, we are on week 22. Wow. I think, I think, I think I deserve a round of applause. Basically, this episode is a continuing um, conversation about curveballs in business. I told you guys in the last episode, I lost employee A. I lost my laptop. I lost employee B. Mind you, all this is happening, you know, kind of like when um, I'm out of town on vacation. And then I lost employee B like the day I returned. Like, it's crazy. Something like that in that, in that time sense. But I want people to know that the entrepreneurial lifestyle is an easy it's not peaches and cream. It's not sunshine and butterflies. It's a lot that goes into being a business owner. It's one thing to be self-employed, right? But it's another thing to be a business owner where you have employees. Like, being self-employed is just you. It's just you and you're employing yourself. But when you're employing others, you're depending on them. You're depending on another human being to show up and do whatever it is that they're hired to do. That's a lot. You're putting things in other people's hands. That's a lot. And I'm one of those people that is like, I could do it all by myself, but I can't. I've been realized um, that I couldn't do it all my, by myself. You you have to put people in play in order to grow. You have to. You have to put people in positions in order for you and your business to grow. That's just what it is. Um. So I say that to say um, entrepreneurs and just whomever, right? Just be mindful when you get someone else to do something for you. Whether you're compensating them or not, you have to be mindful that you're allowing someone else to take a task that you would do, but now you're trusting them to get it done. Accurately, efficiently, and um, yeah, accurately and efficiently. Like that's the best way to say it, accurately. You're depending on another person to do whatever it is that you would do the way you would do it. Oh, man, that's a lot. That is a a lot. It's a lot. But, you know, it comes with the territory. And that's why I always tell you guys that if owning a business was easy or being an entrepreneur was easy, everyone would do it. Everyone would do it and be successful. That's not the case. Um, so back to, like, last episode, me losing employee A, losing my laptop, losing employee B. So um, at my Kenner location, 
employee B works there. She, that's where she was working at. Employee B, there was employee B there. And then there was employee C. And then there's employee number two. All right. So B already left. And so it was three there, but we're only open six days out the week. So the employee that's by number, employee number two, <clears throat> um, she's a manager. So she was like a manager. Like she didn't really, she only worked the weekends for herself, like Saturday and Sunday when she wanted to. Um, but employee C who was a part-timer there, right? I kind of figured that she wasn't going to stay long only because I couldn't give her the days that she wanted. We only open six days. I'm giving two days of Saturday and Sunday to employee B whenever she wants them, right? And then employee, um, not employee B, number, employee number two, the manager. I'm giving her the Saturday and Sunday when she wants them. And I'm still trying to fulfill employee B's wishes by giving her more days on the schedule. So it was leaving employee C with only like one day. And then it was like the week that I'm like, okay, well, you know, you're going to have a full week right here. She's already had been in the process of getting a new job. So she was like, oh, well, I'm just getting a part-time job um, and everything. So I'm like, okay, fine. Part-time to me is like you're working two to three days somewhere. Well, three to four, two, two to four days. I'm going to say that, two to four days somewhere. So if you're part-time here, part-time there, I'm like, okay, cool. You got a full-time job. You're just doing two different things. Come to find out, they actually hired her on as full-time. I'm not really sure if she lied to me or if she didn't know. I'm not really sure. And quite frankly, I do not give a flying fuck. Um, again, and I'm not no hater. I don't want no one to work for me forever, right? But I always say it's not what you do. It's how you do it. So employee C got her part-time job. Like I said, come to find out, it was a full-time job. So full-time, that means you're you're working five days a week. You're only off on two days. So she only was off on Monday and Sunday, all right? So we're closed on Mondays, so I don't need you. So the only day you're available is Sunday. But Sunday is simply covered by employee number two. <sighs> it was just becoming, like, overwhelming for me. But I was already, like I told y'all in the last episode, I was already in the process of rehiring. Like, I was like, I got to put my shoes, my, I got to, I got to put my boots on and strap them up. Like, I was already in the process of rehiring because I'm like, something's, it, I just kind of felt a shift. And it's like, it was unexpected. And I told y'all one of the curveballs hit me, right? Because I did not expect employee A to quit because, you know, she had just baked her job. And I didn't expect employee B to quit because she had just told me like, oh, no, everything's good. You know, I could cover the full week. But then she get overwhelmed and then she quits the week that I need her. You know, so cool. Y'all got that. Then employee C, I kind of figured she would eventually quit, but I didn't think it was going to be as soon. But she was only working one day. So employee C ended up quitting. Um, Yeah, she ended up quitting, right? She ended up quitting the day before her Sunday shift. Oh, ain't that some shit. So employee number two. So Okay, so I lose employee A, right, one week. Then in, in the next week, I lose my laptop. And then in that same week, I lose employee number, uh, employee B. And then come Saturday, she quits on like maybe that Thursday or that Friday. And she was covering, she was supposed to cover the Sunday shift, right? The Sunday, um, SS Fest, 4th of July weekend. So top it all off, you guys. And like I said, I knew employee C would eventually quit because she was only getting one day on the schedule. So, you know, that's a no-brainer. I can't give her the days, and then even if I could give her those days, she still only was able to give, get one day. 
she only was able now i'm sorry available for one day because she had got a full-time job okay cool i just wish she would have came to work on that sunday so be it the business is fine it's okay i replaced her i replaced all of them um but then to top it all off you guys employee number two she quits as well that same week i literally lost three employees in one week a total of four in two weeks so I told y'all, employee, like, so if you, employee A, she was already out the door, she, but she was crying like she needed her job. I had rehired her. Don't rehire people. Employee B, she quit because it was overwhelming. She's starting school. She's in the military. She does her own thing on the side. Her car broke down. Employee C, she had a full-time job, so she couldn't really do both. And then employee number two, when I said, like, manager-like, and I spoke, spoke about how goodly on previous pods, she was with me for three years, and honestly, I didn't appreciate the way she quit it because it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And, my, like, I just feel like the type of business and the type of um, relationship that I try and develop with these females, I just feel like you can give me a week notice, at least a week, at least. But you quitting the day before your shift? Okay, cool. Babe. Babe. But I, I, and it's business. But when I just be like, God damn, like I could, I wouldn't do it. So we had the conversation, employee uh, number two, right? We had the conversation. She was like, I've been wanting to quit. I've been with you for three years. I'm just ready for something different. You know, and I, I really don't want to work. Like I don't have to work um, X, Y, and Z. I'm ready to retire. Mind you, you know, she's 25 and. You know, like, or 20, yeah, she's 25 or 26. And I'm not saying she can't retire, but hey, so be it. If that's your wishes, then that's your wishes. I am all for it. Like, I'm all for whatever it is to elevate, right? But I've contributed to you in these last three years in some type of way. I could not get any grace by giving me a two weeks notice. And that's why I say that the integrity that people have is not there morals respect uh boundaries standards it's not there that grace is not there i've employed you for the last three years you couldn't even give me a week notice you quit literally the day before your shift before a holiday damn and just told me that you could work the rest of the month like five days ago send me your availability for the rest of the month and Honestly, even though she said that she's been with me for three years and, you know, she was just ready to retire um, and she doesn't have to work. She she's kind of set up because of her fiance, you know, hey, I am all for it. I want to see her at the top. I want to see her not working nowhere else the rest of her life. I want to see that happen. And I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being for real. If I don't see her work for the rest of her life, I will literally give her her flowers. Like, good job. You were able to retire at 25. I don't know how she's going to do it. And I would love to know, like, so I can retire, like, next year. Because if she got some type of, like, like, hidden gem, I would love to know about it. Like, shit, if I knew how to retire, I mean, we have ways to do it. But I'm trying. I'm working right now to get it done. But that's what she told me. She's like, I, I'm ready to retire and I'll set myself up 
And I'm not going to get into like the personal conversations me and her previously had, but I just don't know. I just don't know. I was just stuck on the fact that she quit before the day of her shoot. And I needed you and I've employed you for the last three years. God damn. God damn. Can a girl get a break? No. That's what they're saying. No, I can't get a break. No, I don't deserve a break. No, 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 and no. I just be like, where is that respect? But, you know, it comes with the territory, right? It comes with the territory. I, I just don't see me doing that. I don't know how people do that. Like, honestly, how can you not want to let someone that has employed you? And then it's a small business. It's not like a corporate business. Like, I don't give a goddamn. I care. Like, I care. But it hurt it. Her leaving hurt it more than the other three leaving. Because she had been with me so long. And I actually care. I could always rehire somebody. You get me? That's easy to do. It, it's easy to hire. It's easy to fire. It's hard to keep them. You know, keep a person's to stay and you could do whatever but you know people have their own destinies and their own wishes and desires and whatever the case may be like i when i first met that female she was selling like wigs and i was like well you know you need to promote your business like inside of my business there's no business that allows that i'm like bring your cards in bring your flies in like let the girls know you know you sell wigs what where you get where they do today nowhere I am all about women empowerment. Like, and I'm not going to cry as much as I want to right now. Being that it's settling in that she is gone for good. It is like, wow. Wow. That's all I can say is wow. I just, and, you know, I asked, I'm like, is it something that I did? But she's saying no, right? So what I think, even though she may be ready, she's been with me for a while and, she was like, well, either way it go, I was going to be inconveniencing you in the business because I wanted to leave a while ago, but it was going to inconvenience you. Me leaving now is inconveniencing you. And if I would have stayed, I would have left around a holiday time. That would have been inconveniencing you. My thing is, do people not know inconveniencing me when you're quitting is not giving me a two weeks notice? You can quit. You can leave. But putting my back against the wall is what is inconveniencing me. What the fuck? You can't give me a heads up. You cannot let me know that you'll be leaving. Just say I'm quitting and you have a shift. That is inconsiderate. That is quite frankly inconveniencing me, your, your co-workers, previous co-workers, and the fucking business. But again, people don't care about your business like you care about your business. And she has put in time and energy and effort and has learned a lot from me so it's never going to be like oh well you know a person could be saying oh well she worked with you for so long and you should appreciate that she stood that long and x y and z my love i've contributed to her life as well to to her in the last three years i've given game i've given gems i've listened to family issues to personal issues i've counseled i've consoled i've done all that i've done it i'm not going to my employees telling them about how rough and tough I got it as a business owner. I'm, I do this by myself. I provide these jobs by myself. I don't have a partner. 
I don't have nobody helping me. But I still get up. I still show up. And I still try and make the best out of everything that is going on around me. And I still find time to ask each and every one of them, how you doing today? How's life treating you? How's your family? How's you and your boyfriend? How's your mom doing? I still find a, a way. I still find the time and I still find something in me to care that deep. When I worked in corporate America, not a damn motherfucker in there cared about what I did or how I felt outside of this job place. And even at the job place, they didn't give a fuck. No one cares. No one cares about you and how you really feel in corporate America, really in society. Some people do, some people don't. But I'm here to say I've worked both ends. I've been on both sides. I've worked for a local small business that were Korean-owned, and I worked for corporate America. Not going to say the Koreans didn't care because they definitely care. They wanted to see me succeed. But to a certain extent, you know, like, yes, they wanted me to graduate, go to college. They looked at me like a daughter. But come on now. I'm working here. So an employee. Corporate America, you're just a number. You're just an employee. Like, they don't give a goddamn whatever happens. I care because I just, I don't know what it is that, I'll, I'll say this. I had mentioned some um, pods ago, like a few pods ago. I have a friend and he's a, we always talk about business, but like, cause he's a, he's an entrepreneur as well. And you know, he always tell me, cause I'll call him crying. And I just tell him about what's going on. And he always tell me like, stop growing this relationship. Stop trying to have a relationship with your employees. And I just think that's so sick because I want to know them. I want to learn them. I want to love them. I want us to be a family because as long as I have them, I could go to the next level. You get what I'm saying? I want to show that gratitude. I want them to grow with me. I want that. I love when I see businesses that are family, like, orientated. Like, you know, it. I just love that because it feels good and it feels right. I feel like I'm setting the tone right now. I'm setting the tone. But it's not appreciated. I'm not appreciated. I just don't feel like that that I'm appreciated. That's that's just my opinion. I feel like I I feel like that that I'm I don't know, y'all. It hurt to lose four employees in two weeks during the busiest time next to Mardi Gras in New Orleans. My sales went plummet. Like, because I didn't have no one to open these stores. I opened up on the days that I can. And when I opened, I came and I smashed it. Smashed it. Every time I work my business, I'm smashing it. Because I know how to sell. I know what the girls want. I know what they need. They want you to make them feel good. They want you to tell them, this look cute with that and that look cute with that. And you need this person. You need these glasses. They need this. They need it. It's a lifestyle. I know what I'm creating. But to find those people that understand it, it's hard. Find those people that want to stay, it's hard. And it hurts. But I got to take my feelings out of the business, right? I got to be a bitch. I got to be stern. I got to be firm. I got to be that boss, that manager, that staffer. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be just mean or not even mean, but stern. Because you don't have to be mean to be stern. 
but I don't want to. I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be stern. I don't. I don't want to be stern. But I will tell y'all that these last two to three weeks have been horrifying. Horrifying. But I got to get through it. And I and I did get through it. And I told myself the money that I lost, I said, God's going to bless me times 10 because he know that my heart is pure and he know that I'm not doing anything wrong. He knows that I am trying my best to provide jobs in a great work environment to females that look like me. He knows my heart. But I I don't know what more to do. And back to two real quick. Uh, employee two that quit that has been me for three years. I had sent her a text during the week because, like I told y'all, she only worked two, one or two days out the week. And I was like, well, from what she told me, she just stays at home. Based off of what she has told me, I believe that she just stays at home. I just sent her a text and I was like, hey, um, you know, you know what's been going on. I've been understaffed, like, really, really bad. And... You know, I know you just told me you just work, you just stay at home all week. Like, I'm like, how come you haven't, you know, reached out to kind of pick up her day or two just to kind of help? And she, you know, she went on to say she have a life outside of work. And I'm like, I know. But, like, every time my ex uh, came coming a day, it's like, no. But she told me all she do is stay at home all day. That's what she told me. She told me that she's a fiance. She doesn't work. She doesn't have to work. She just stays at home. So I didn't push the issue. I just wanted to know, like, you could have picked up an extra day. A day or two. Being that it's so busy, and it's the time of the year it is. Like, and I think that's why she quit, because I asked I her a question. And we had the conversation, y'all. She said, no, it wasn't that. She said it, she was bothered by it. But she was like, she knew that I didn't mean any harm by it. So she didn't really, you know, think about it too much. But then she quit it. So it's like, you just never know what a person. Like, I just feel like people are people, and you got to let them be. You have to let people be people, and and that's it. So all these curveballs that I'm having these last two weeks, I know that I'm learning from it, and I'm going to rise above it. I'm going to find, and I've replaced them with new females. Um, I have to hire one more female, but I know that it's going to come a time where someone's going to stay, and they're going to love it, and, and it won't be no problems because this shit is easy. What we do is easy. A 10-year-old could do it. It's not hard at all not hard at all but people don't want to work and I, I said this in the last two pods people do not want to work everybody wants to be an influencer a guru um they're an entrepreneur like a boss like everybody wants to work on their time they want to work when they want to work and some people that do want to work right they need hard labor they don't need to be just sitting chilling they need to be outside rain sleet hella snow Doing hard shit, unloading and loading the planes, dropping french fries, making tacos, working at the burger spots. Some people need that. Some people need hard labor. Because over here, we work easy. We work smart and we work easy. In the shade, in the good AC. You're not on your feet. You're not, you're not on your feet all day. You're not picking up a million things. You chilling. Got it made in the shade over here. Made in the shade. But it's not appreciated. There's plenty, plenty, plenty of curveballs in business. And mine's lately have been employees to turn around. To turn over. If I could get a robot 
real soon. I have a robot. Nobody come out with these robot employees and, and I could have a robot. I don't know. Uh, you don't know, excuse me, what the future holds, but when that time comes, trust the plus that I'll be on it. I'll be on it. I need y'all to say a prayer for me, say a prayer for my business, and just watch me grow and grow with me. Until next time, you guys. Mwah. You've just listened to another episode of the PPP Podcast with Money, the lounge for the poised, paid, and prospering woman. The PPP Podcast was recorded live in the studio with final editing before uploading. Subscribe today to the PPP Podcast for more incredible content. Don't miss the next episode of the PPP Podcast with Money on all mainstreaming platforms.